What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Matthew Anthony Hawkins here with another Around Chilliwack podcast episode. It's been a year, over a year, since we had our last episode, and we're coming to you currently live, but uh, post it won't be live, from the Cowork podcast studio with the one, the only, the legend, Mr. Timothy McAlpine. Well, thanks, Matt. I'm thrilled to have you here for our inaugural recording in here. I've been doing a few test things, but nothing official. So this is kind of official. Yeah, very official. And like this place is uh, top notch. Thank you. You've put a lot like people might know that there's a studio available here, Mm -hmm. but you've taken out an office, you've knocked out a wall and you've put in this podcast studio. Yeah, it's uh, everything is a rabbit hole for me. I am self-taught on the whole AV thing. Mm -hmm. And it's just been fascinating to figure out what needs to be done. Yes. And like, not just, it's not just an audio podcast either. You have a full on video production happening here. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. There's a camera on us right now. There's cameras. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us like what, uh, what can people uh, expect or know, or like what, give us the 411 about... Well, the origin story of Cowork Chilliwack was, uh, well, initially it was Currency Marketing's home. And once upon a time, we had grown to about 15 employees and I consciously scaled it back. We're now at six and we're mostly remote. And so on any given day, there was a couple of us here and in about 6,000 square feet. And fast forward to today, we launched Cowork Chilliwack just over four years ago, or three years ago rather, don't check my math. <laughs> <laughs> Three to four years ago. Yeah. And this actually was the first large office that we rented. And there was a couple open hot desk area mm-hmm. out here and, and it filled up and then kind of expanded and upstairs filled up and it became. Well, you, you had quite a few hot desks at the beginning, right? Like yeah. You were trying to sell hot desk memberships. Yeah. So hot desks is probably a term you're not familiar with, but it's this idea of open desks, you know, just bring your laptop, plunk it down. And what we soon realized was that um, perhaps it's a Chilliwack thing. I don't know, but people wanted a private office. They'd come for the tour and they wanted to be able to plant here, put their stuff, lock the door. And it makes sense mm-hmm. how we do have at least a dozen hot desk members now, but over the years we've keep doing little reno after little reno and uh, adding more private offices. And those we have small, medium, large, extra large there for independent folks. There's some small teams. There's as many as four people in some offices. Yeah. And you, uh, you currently have added new offices upstairs. Yes. And another hot desk section. So yeah. there, there is more hot desk space available now. Yep. We have a total of 16 uh, spots for hot desk folks on any given day. And it's kind of like a gym membership. Um, although if everybody did show up, they could have a seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it's interesting. Whereas the offices are dedicated, right? They're, right. You, you can get your name yours, on the door. And it's yours 24-7, et cetera. And so with all of that, I'm getting around to your question of what the heck is this space. But um, but, but before we do that, but about this space, the other thing, it, like is, is uh, the office available nine to five? Like how does it work with co-work? Uh, hot desk... Um, are available 8.30 to 5, and 
we don't have a formal reception. It's basically we have an app. You unlock the door, you find a spot. And offices are 24-7. And like I said, you get an app. That's your key to come and go. Uh, you, do get a, you get a physical key for your office. But, but with that, you can access it at all hours of the night. Right. We have one fellow actually in the room right there. He does uh, 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 immigration help for Korean immigrants. Okay. So his office hours are Korean time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's here all hours of the night. Um, yeah. So. So that, that, that gives you the idea of what co-work is. Mm-hmm. But uh, on top of that, you have this studio that you've put in mm-hmm. with a stage, with sound abilities, with visual, multiple projectors, TVs. <laughs> and now you've added this podcast studio. Yeah. So the origin story of the, of the studio was once upon a time, I had a full-time photographer and this was really even before the whole digital stock revolution and so forth. And as that wound down, it kind of sat dormant for a few years here and there, family portraits around Christmas for my family. And, and we weren't just doing any commercial photography anymore. Um, and so when we started co-work Chilliwack, I really got reinvigorated for what I could do with the space and thought, well, we could do it as kind of a performance studio, uh, put in a stage, a screen and, and so forth. And one thing has led to another. It's like, that, I, that is a, like, that is the biggest understatement with you that I have ever well, heard. Well, it's like, I think Mr. T was just really trying to even up his uh, sideburns and then you end up with this mohawk, right? No, it's Jerry Seinfeld. Remember when he like shaves like his chest hair? Right. And the one side was a little higher than the other. And then you end up shaving the whole thing that you, you have shaved your entire yeah. chest with this studio. <laughs> yes. And it's been... Um, a multi-year project at this point. And every yeah. time people come, it's oh, what's he done now, and and so forth. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna snag a photo here while you keep talking. <laughs> okay. Um, now I'm self-conscious that you're taking a picture I'll of me sure, right I'll at this point. I'll make sure it's a good picture. Got it. And really, it's just been an evolution. Like at one point. It was all white in here and there was a corner cove, meaning a seamless cove. And I thought, well, we'll take that out. And I started to paint a bit of the stage area black. And then it was, well, if it's a real theater looking place, it should be all black. And then ladders and scaffolding later, it's all black. And one of the things is we started to do more live events in here as I thought, boy, I would love to have video recording but it's a very small footprint. Uh, now with the expansion into the podcast space, we can fit about 70 people. We have a balcony and so forth. Uh, but still, it's a small space. And if mm-hmm. you start setting up tripods and cameramen, it just eats away at that. And so the idea was, okay, well, let's put in some remote control PTZ cameras, pan, tilt, zoom, that we could control from a central spot at the control desk. And then... How could we record all of these and multi-switch it? Because I'm not a huge fan of uh, post-production. I thought if we were going to do a half an hour talk, it would be great to hit record, do the multicam switching, bring in graphics, music, whatever it is. Do it all live. Do it all live. And uh, Bill O'Reilly style. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it. We're going live. And then just hit stop on the recording. And if you did your button pushing correctly, you should have a multicam edit that's good to post. Yeah. And so that's how that started. And then, of course, well, two cameras isn't enough. We need a third because you, you got to have more angles. And then 
And then this whole thing, the podcast studio, it's kind of a, if you build it, they will come to a degree, but we have had over the years, folks ask about audio recording. Do you have a nice quiet room that I could do that? And and they would rent the boardroom and, and clap and there would be echo and, and it just wasn't conducive to it. And the studio itself is kind of too big and elaborate for that type of intimate usage. Yeah. And so this adjacent room, I thought, hmm, if I knocked down that wall, what would be behind there? And, and so we started on this about two months ago, and uh, this is what's behind that wall. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Thank it's you. It's fully lit. It's soundproofed. And uh, we've got visuals behind us. And mm-hmm. Yeah, the ability for... Uh, also, I wanted to make it DIY friendly. So this particular board that we're looking at is by Rode, which is the microphone company, but they have something called the Rodecaster Pro. And really, it bring in your own micro SD card. Uh, there are four mics sounding good that you can probably hear and um, you can monitor them everybody has headphones that they've got and you can really mix a show again much like the video that if you hit record and you do your job right you can bring in your intro music and your sound effects or whatever you want to do and uh, (laughs) exactly aren't you a funny guy yeah and that'll keep going until you hit it again (laughs) and so it's really DIY, way to go. Yeah. Right. And many people are doing podcast recording and, and getting a bit of gear themselves, but it's like anything. You start with this and then you realize, oh. If only. If only. Yeah. I uh, should have. And then you need a, a mixer that has more than two channels. And, yeah. and well, maybe four is enough. And well, no, I need eight. And then I need 16 and so forth. So my third board in the uh uh the main studio tech center has 16 channels well i've now plugged this one into it into uh channel 15 and 16 so (laughs) i'm now out oh hey robbie's actually walking in front of the uh robbie's here robbie snooks from ggp (laughs) that's right oh yeah there we go We're yeah. happy to see you, Robbie. Yeah, he can actually go over there and monitor the uh, audio in those other headphones if he wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lens on this thing. I know, it's the That's wrong... small lens. It's the wrong lens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like literally show up and plug and play. Yes. And, yeah. you can, and I'm just looking at your board now too. You can hook up via Bluetooth. Yeah, you can hook up your iPhone or Android phone via Bluetooth and have somebody on a call and that call will come into the mix without any cables or nothing without using Skype or trying to get them in. And, and really it's just meant to go like, boom, hit record, do your thing, eject the button after or the micro SD card and load it on your computer or even hook up a cable, load it on your computer and then publish. Yeah. So for myself, I've been in the podcast world. I I took the last year off. I needed a break. Um, But I started with Fishing Guys, and then I moved up from that to Around Chilliwack. Around around Town in Chilliwack started as a podcast. It was just Mm -hmm. meeting the interesting people, wanted to interview them for 45 minutes to an hour, talk about what they did, and then obviously talk about Chilliwack. And then because of that, it launched into this whole Around Chilliwack thing, this whole... uh, boutique website that shows off around Chilliwack and where to eat, where to shop, things to do in Chilliwack. So it's all started. Podcast has been central in what I do. Um, So I've, 
I've done what you've talked about where I've started off with a tiny board with two microphones, yeah. um, crappy headphones, and then built my way up. Uh, so I know my way around audio visual stuff fairly well. Um, this is incredible. Yeah, it's really cool. Like I, this has got me all excited again to jump back into. So Tim got this all set up. And for myself, I'm talking to the audience now. I'm not even talking to you anymore. Fair enough. Um, it, honestly, you can just show up here and not even bring a laptop. Just bring your SD card yeah. and phone. And you can have your own podcast that you can launch wherever you want, however you want. Right. And, and that's really the goal is, is there's so many people with interesting thing to say and, and audio has had such a boom. I remember getting into podcasts in 2006. Uh, my first one that I religiously listened to and still tune into from time to time is twit this week in tech with Leo Laporte. Mm-hmm. I actually visited his, his studio in Petaluma, California to go to a couple different, uh, uh, recordings of of that podcast which is a audio and video podcast i've always just listened to the audio and over the years have have always been involved in podcasting um i actually had one called credit union innovators that i ran and did 12 episodes at least a decade ago and uh, i just felt like let's do something here that you can just come and do it Mm mm-hmm and I've talked with people here in Chilliwack too that are, they've thought about it. They want to do it. They know that they have something that is of value. They just haven't had the, the means mm-hmm. or even the knowledge. And you can like five minutes, if you have any sort of tech savviness to you, five minutes here, you, you're set. Yeah. And Matt was all nervous that, uh, well, I'm not ready for this. I don't have all my stuff ready, but, uh, well, let's just do a test recording. I thought yeah, that's and, what we're and, doing. And I think we're calling that, this a test. I think this is potentially the actual podcast episode, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I do feel, uh, I do feel I have let you and myself down cause I don't have uh, beverages for us. Mm. Oh, is this going to be an adult, uh, infused podcast? Well, I think so. All okay. my other ones were. Fair enough. <laughs> it's always been a good thing to be able to sit around and just um, people just having a drink, I think, just distracts them from mm. being worried. People get way too worried. They overthink it way too much. Yeah. And it's it's really just having a conversation. It's just a little more. This might be a little more intimidating at first for people. Mm-hmm. But once, you know, have a drink and settle in and yeah. realize that we're just talking, um, it's not a big deal. Cool. It's not a big deal. So, um, tell us a little bit more about you. I've had you on the podcast before. Right. And we've, we've talked before, but people might not have listened to this. Um, tell me more about aside from cowork, Mm -hmm. what does Timothy McAlpine Valley, which is a whole other like (laughs) McAlpine Valley. Yeah. That, Uh, uh, Tim and I have done a lot of, uh, let me just give you a background here. Tim and I, um, I knocked on Tim's door numerous times looking for a job back when uh, it was currency, just currency marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually Tim and I started doing some video stuff together and we started working with a group down based out of Madison called uh, Filing Research Institute that would do two trips a year. And uh, one of the trips, um, we, and we got to travel, all, we got to do some amazing yeah. travel across North America, New Orleans, uh, Montreal, Quebec City, Washington, D.C., Washington, D.C., um, and then Denver. 
yeah. uh, Nashville. But then in Denver, we, it was the day that we had finally finished shooting. We'd been shooting for three days straight. We get done shooting and then we're going to go out and have a, a good, no, it was our day off. It was even after all the shooting. Right. And so uh, I was there with a friend. We spent the day at uh, a, a, a bar arcade, which I wish we had them up here. We don't have anything like it. And so you just drink and play video games all day. And uh, we find out that Tim is not only um, the Donkey Kong Jr. champion of the world, (laughs) setting like every high score in that arcade on that machine. Um, But Michael, my friend, we tell him that Tim is also a former BMX superstar. (laughs) And so he, Tim is on this, uh, Beach cruiser, I think. Yeah. And uh, I can't remember how it all came about. We end up going out for pizza and and Michael asking, who are you? And I can't even remember who said it, but someone's like, he's Timothy McAlpine Valley. (laughs) And uh, it's, yeah. So that anytime I talk with Michael now, he always asks, how's Timothy McAlpine Valley? Got it. Yeah. Well, I describe myself now as a total tangent. there. Yeah. A creative entrepreneur would be the best way to describe me. Mm-hmm. And it's better than a, like a creative accountant because you can go to jail for that. But it seems like <laughs> as, a, as a creative entrepreneur, my training is a graphic designer. Yeah. And that gave me the ability to... From... Think, from uh, what was the University College of the Fraser Valley. UCFE now, back in yeah, the day. Yeah, now UFE. Yeah. And that, I graduated 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So you're celebrating... 30 years with my company that's gone through so many iterations. Yeah. Pivots. Yeah. Today it's called currency marketing and it's specifically called that because we deal with credit unions. And so currency, CU, money, it's haha, it's kind of a play on words. Yeah. Uh, And we license a program called It's a Money Thing and it's financial education content that teaches young adults all about money. Yeah. And we do that now to over 125 credit unions, license our content, about 102 in the U.S., 23 in Canada. Right. And so that's my day job, how I pay the mortgage and help pay the mortgages of all the employees. So you're, that reiteration of currency marketing of your company, mm-hmm. how long have you been doing this with It's a Money Thing? It's a Money Thing is... Um, turning six in March. So we're just coming up on our sixth anniversary of launching the product. Uh, we launched in Las Vegas in April 1st of uh, 2014. Yeah. And so that's the latest chapter and it's still going strong. Alongside that, I launched Cowork Chilliwack. I'm thinking it was late 2015. Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of had at least a couple things going at once, it seems, whether it's two different target markets, like before currency marketing, our interim name was currency passport and we ran currency and passport. And we're, we're a general ad agency essentially for the financial consumer finance industry and also on the other side, tourism. And then slowly but surely, I'm a big believer in really carving out a niche and, um, and specializing and knew that we would get to something. And that's where I landed on credit unions. One of my first big clients was a credit union. Uh, They were a great client. I always laughed that they, I believed in what they were doing. They had a vault and they paid their bills. Right, right. Yeah. And it wasn't, and when I started to get into larger companies like that, doing design and marketing work, I liked that they had a budget, that it wasn't uh, just working for a small company where you were 
pulling at that owner's wallet to try to do something. Right. They had a dedicated marketing department, so forth. So credit unions has been our specialty full on for about 12 years. We did the dual specialty starting in around 2000, started the company in 1990 as a general graphic design firm. The official first name was uh, McAlpine Graphic Communications. And people would phone to see if I could fix their CB radios. <laughs> so I dropped the communications. Yeah. And so we were McAlpine Graphics. Well, I say we, for my, it was myself on my own for the first five years. And then when people were calling me, hey, do you do pinstriping on vehicles? I dropped the graphics and renamed to McAlpine Design Group because they were now growing as a few more of us. And then this design thing seemed to be limiting. So I took that out. And for a while, we were McAlpine Group. So yeah, it's a bit of entrepreneurial ADD and but I revel in that. Yeah. So let me pick your brain a little bit. Like you mentioned, you've always had multiple things on the go as mm -hmm. a creative entrepreneur. Um, was that something that you did from the very beginning or is that something that you learned along the way? It's something I learned along the way. So the first thing was I was doing what back in the day was called corporate identity work, which was designing logos, stationary packages, maybe a sign package. And then selling that over and over again. I think in early days, worked with more than 350, 400 companies in Chilliwack, Abbotsford, maybe as far away as Langley. Um, but those were one and done, right? Right. All of this energy and creativity going into it and you would charge X, but there wasn't any kind of... Residual. Residual, yeah, ongoing. ongoing. Yeah. There was maybe a pickup of, could you do this and that? And this was... I mean, websites weren't even a thing by that point. And, um, and then realized the power of specialization. I mentioned that we had a credit union as a client. It was a good client. They started to pass our name around. And all of a sudden, we had this concentration of clients in a particular industry. Well, that really made sense to me. And, and since then, it's been really, how do you keep going and going and going? And so that chapter of being this full ser service ad agency to the credit union world, again, it was, it was just an enormous amount of work without any, you had clients that were feeding you, but it was always dance monkey dance. What's your next big idea? Right. And it was around 2005 that we worked with a credit union in Alberta and they had what they determined was a young adult issue. Um, they had an aging population in their membership and how do they attract new young members to their credit union? We did a bunch of research and launched something called Young and Free, which was a, at the time, pretty revolutionary concept that we would hire a young advocate, uh, an ambassador for the credit union, and we'd do it on this new thing called YouTube where they put in a video application, kind of taking a page out of what was American Idol at the time, very early days of that, mm -hmm. and saying this would be a competition. They would get this job and they would run a website and they'd get 30 grand a year, a vehicle to drive, a MacBook computer, a video camera, and they would be live on the internet doing their thing. Yeah, talking about finances and yeah, credit unions. And, and, and their generation and, yeah. and being kind of communicating in a way that would be relevant. Right. And if you think back to that era, social media was brand new. There wasn't really a way for companies. Yeah, like Twitter was just becoming a thing. Yeah, it was two years old. Facebook had started in 2004. We launched this in 2007 in rural Alberta, Canada. Yeah. Um, 
and and it worked. We got a whole bunch of applicants for this job. We shortlisted it. We put it out to the public to vote for their favorite, and we hired uh, our first young and free spokester, we called it. And which was? Uh, Larissa Walkew, who actually, in a very roundabout way, is, is now our chief animator with uh, It's a Money Thing. And um, yeah, she's worked for me now for six years, did that gig, went away to university in, in Chicago. Yeah. And so we ran this Young and Free program for over a decade. And, and so did, at your height, how many Young and Free programs were you running? Uh, we had 13 altogether at the height probably 11 going at once right and, and that was all over canada and the u.s yeah we did two canadian provinces we basically divided these licenses up to provincial or state boundaries so it was young and free alberta young and free ontario and it was powered by abc credit union so yeah. young and free michigan powered by michigan first credit union and they would do this annual search to find a new young representative and they would get this really cool, amazing job and all this gear and compensation. And we, over the run of that, found 39 of these spokesters mm -hmm. and really morphed our specialization into running these programs. Yeah. Um, but it was very hands-on. Like I was part was. of this program. Yeah. You um, did the living young and free show. And I got to mentor the spokesters and video mm -hmm. content. Yeah. And so, um, you had multiple people working on multiple accounts. Yeah. Um, and it was very hands-on. There's, you know, teleconferences, yeah. flying to meetings, um, the amount of content that you had to create for each of these states. Right. It, it was very, it was work intensive. Yeah, it was. It was a very expensive program. Um, Which made it limiting, right? Right. And also this notion of, well, if I create a, a license that's only applicable, one credit union can grab it for uh, New Mexico or Texas. And I thought that would create scarcity and demand, and it did, but it also limited our potential big time. Right. Uh, and over the course of doing Young and Free Michigan, for example, I think about 30 credit unions in Michigan said, oh, wow, this is crazy. This is awesome. We'd love to do this. Can we do this? No, we have an exclusive agreement. Right. So there's 30 potential clients that yeah. you've just had to say goodbye to. Yeah. And so... About halfway through the run of Young and Free, another insight, because the more you do something, the more of an expert you get at it, and the more potential insight that comes from it. Right. And you mentioned us creating content. And yeah. And so we would find this 19 to 25 year old to, to basically do a daily blog, a weekly video and be on social media, doing their thing, uh, promoting events and so forth. It's just like full out. And so we would support that and backfill with support of and in many cases we were also dubbing this person as a financial expert and some were more savvy than others some needed more coaching than others yeah and so we were really starting to create a lot of content that we could then have our spokesters deploy so the idea then came is well could we do something on the side called it's a money thing and that's what we called it and could we license that to any credit union um, without any regional exclusivity and could we do it at a price point that was very achievable or affordable and could we do it in a way that almost required no customer service and right. so that's, that's deliver what, it and 
Yeah, yeah. deliver it. It's a monthly or annual subscription. We do some support, uh, but it's not like an account manager, account executive, typical role that back in the day of the ad agency. Yeah. So, and that's where you are now. Yeah, that's where we are now. I love it. And so I, what, what's happened to me is I feel like the currency marketing side is a well-oiled machine. I have a team that is amazing and does their thing and we create this content and we have a schedule. We put out new topics every two months, deliver all of this stuff. Uh, we get together here as a team once a week. Uh, but the other days I'm left twiddling my thumbs to a degree. To a degree, yeah. Uh, and I've, I've enjoyed getting out from behind my computer and actually figuring out how to... Well, what does soundproofing look like? Okay, deep dive. Okay, yeah. that's back on the computer. But then um, putting some glue on some foam and putting it on the walls and uh, learning to paint well and build. Like, and to even just like we were talking about your HDMI cable, mm-hmm. how that works, and then uh, running XLR cables and yeah. SD cables and, um, you know, your LED lights and your lighting panel and, yeah, well, what everything. I've, what I found really cool from... Cowork Chilliwack, not only is it a great mortgage helper and, and creating income as well, but it's the community we've created. Mm-hmm. And so one person here who's been incredibly helpful is Robbie Snooks. Robbie is, who is a, Mr. Live Performance yeah, Guy. Yeah. He's, he's live video expert. I would yeah. say one of the premier doers of that in Canada. Yeah. And so Robbie, he takes care of all the, the live video for the Chilliwack Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And then a number of other sports organizations, not just hockey, yeah. but hockey is a specialty for sure. Yeah. And so and he works here in Chilliwack, based out of co-work Chilliwack mm-hmm. and uh, phenomenal. Like, yeah. And absolutely. so when I started thinking about how do I do live video out of this studio, it was Robbie feeding me little bits of information. Oh, have you considered PTZ cameras? What's that? Well, here's a link. <laughs> oh, have you considered uh, this? And it was like, damn you, Robbie. <laughs> so one of my favorite things to do, even before I, I moved into co-work uh, in September, even before that, I'd come by and just check out what you're up to and stuff. One of my favorite things to do <laughs> was just to walk in, check out what Tim was working on. Because there's always something that he was working on. But it was to be like, oh, hey, by the way, uh, did, you, did you think about doing this? Yeah. And then like two seconds later, you start seeing the yeah. the wheel spinning inside Tim's head. And then he looks at me and damn you, Matt. Yeah. I didn't want, <laughs> I got enough stuff already on the go. But yeah, sure enough, you just uh, get going with it again. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I've, I've certainly enjoyed this. And, and I think for 2020, I want to make it more than a hobby and really make this a community resource. Yeah. And, and accessible. And, yeah. yeah. So one of the things, um, I was, I was trying to determine if I want to keep this close to my chest or not, because we've just, we just started talking about it this week, um, was using this space as, uh, as, um, like a, for a concert night. Mm -hmm. And so we brought in a a friend of mine and an artist. We'll just keep that one. We'll keep that one close to our chest, but uh, great performer. Um, I wanted him to take a look at it to say, what do you think of this idea of having like an acoustic night, multiple artists and, um, Cause you can fit 70, you said with yep. the podcast studio as yep. seating. Um, yeah. And we have some appies and a bartender and drinks and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fun Saturday night. And so he's pumped. So that's one of just, that's just one of the ways that you can use this space is to have yeah live performance here. Yeah. We did the, um, 
the Chilliwack Film Festival, the Chilliwack Independent Film Festival. It was their third year this past November, and they did their kickoff night here. And which and is their biggest kickoff night they've had so far. Yeah, and we did a, a forty-eight hour film festival um, showing of the four entrants, and then um, a kind of an on-stage interview with all the filmmakers, and it was awesome. Yeah, and then spilled so out. I'm going to let it be known right now because I. I knew about the 48 hour film festival. I'd thought about it and then just kind of shoved it to the side. Didn't do anything. So I'm going to just go out there and say, I will join it next year. I will be a part of it because that night, just everyone sitting together, a creative group of people all like whether you've participated or just an audience member, um, it was, it was an amazing night. It was inspiring and it was fun. And, mm-hmm. um, it's like, it, I think it's going to be bigger and better next year. Um, yeah, Terrace sure. is doing an amazing job with that festival. Yeah, there's all sorts of really cool things going on in the creative and tech industries in Chilliwack. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, not to like <laughs> that concert night, film festival night. Um, you also host uh, occasionally five to six times a year, Creative Third Thursday, which is put on by Chilliwack Economic Partners Corporation. Mm-hmm. You're a creative person, creative industry. It's a Thursday. It's the third Thursday of every month. Yeah, uh, and that's a freebie. There's... And there's beer in that one. Yeah, show up, and um, there's usually a small presentation of some sort or question and answer period, and then mm-hmm. you get to hang out with other creative people. Mm-hmm. And then, um, which I I love Creative Third Thursdays, um, but then you've started this, you've jumped in the this boat called Startup Grind, Chilliwack. Yeah. Tell us about Startup Grind. So Startup Grind itself is a global movement. I was started in Silicon Valley by a young guy, Derek, and he started Silicon or Startup Grind uh, Redwood City, I think was the official name of the the first one. Yeah. Uh, And then it started growing and there there are now 600 chapters in 120 countries, including Startup Grind Chilliwack. And what that means is it's a, a local, somewhat tech focused monthly get together, although it's more around entrepreneurship in my mind. And it's the notion of a fireside chat, much like we're doing here on this podcast, but it's uh, with a live audience audience on stage and primarily um, afterwards it's on video. Mm -hmm. And so we've done 13 of them so far. Uh, Our 14th is coming up soon. And it's been just a, a treat to meet and really not just a superficial interview. It's really digging into their origin story, their trials and tribulations, and what was this grind like? And yeah, because you so hear of the overnight success and it just doesn't exist, right? Some of the Chilliwack people that we've had on, who can you list some of them? Sure. Um, Amber Price. From that the book, man. Fantastic. Jason Lum. Mm-hmm. From Myriad, as well as City Councilor. Uh, Colin Schmidt. Yeah. who's a key um, advocate for technology in Chilliwack and the Upper Fraser Valley. Yeah. Um, Dan Sawatsky. Dan Sawatsky. That was amazing. So Dan is, if you don't know, he's a, he's a sign guy. Is what it, but if that, you're from the Fraser Valley, you've seen his work. Yeah. Whether you know it or not, you have seen his work. Yeah, Cultus Lake Adventure Park is really the culmination of everything that he and his his family-run business do. Yeah. It's three-dimensional. It's um, Disneyland quality on a smaller footprint. Yeah, and if you've driven down the main road in Yarrow and you've seen this funky house office and now like a new castle being built right next to it Mm -hmm. and you've wondered what the heck is that, 
that's Dan Swatsky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wim Kirkhoff was another one. Uh, he runs a technology company here in Chilliwack. Calvin Morrow, who's a, who's worked for some of the biggest game studios in the world. Yeah, that really. was a cool night listening yeah. to him. Yeah. Um, he's not based in Chilliwack. He's from Chilliwack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drumio. Right. Jared Falk. Yeah, Jared Falk. He's got this business in Abbotsford, 40 full-time employees producing drumming lessons online. Yeah. Uh, with For the world. <laughs> yeah, with more than 12,000 monthly users paying monthly subscribers to this service. It's yeah. a huge business run out of a warehouse in Abbotsford. Yeah. And he's working with some of the most famous and world-class drummers yeah. in the world, Yeah, which is, yeah, it's fun watching him online mm-hmm. and everything he's up to and how he even started with like, he started with DVDs and yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, shipping and, them around the world. And that might sound, well, how's that apply to my business? But he has, figured out how to market online like nobody I've ever met. Yeah. And works at it. Like yes. it, it's not like, again, like you said, it's not like it was an overnight success. Mm-hmm. He's learned, he's made mistakes and he's just worked at it again and yeah. again and again. Yeah. And I think he's a, he's what we're trying to enable people to do. Like create media, create right. content, get yourself out there, get yourself out of your, I'm a total introvert. Me being on camera or on a stage is not my comfort zone. But uh, if you push yourself, you can do stuff. Well, that's funny you bring that up because like for you with currency marketing, when you started um, getting into the young and free program, Mm -hmm. I remember you telling me one of the things you started doing was making yourself available as a keynote speaker. Yeah. So what what pushed you to do that? Why why did you decide you were going to make yourself start speaking in public for this introvert. Yeah. Well, we knew we had an amazing idea and it had caught the attention of the credit union industry, both in Canada and it was starting to get some momentum in the U S and I started to look at, well, how do we market this in the U S and, and the logical thing would be, well, what are the associations or trade shows or conferences and how could we as a company sponsor that and set up a booth and pull up a banner and, and when I realized that that would be five to $20,000 a hit, I thought, is there a way to maybe bypass that expense and get more exposure? And, and it was to tell this story. I had an amazing case story, case study. What we found was that I mentioned that there was this credit union in Alberta that had a young adult problem. Well, it turns out the entire industry had a young adult problem mm-hmm. and we're all trying to crack. How do we attract 18 to 25 year olds. And and we had a solution to that. And so to be able to tell that story and have all of this, I let in many cases, the, the wonderful videos that these young spokesters had created be that story. And I was just telling it. Right. Um, Did you have like some inspiration in terms of like other speakers that you were listening to that you tried to model as you got into speaking in public? Um, I mean, the typical ones, I suppose, like the Seth Godins and so forth. But uh, no, I started small. I was being asked to speak at a breakout at a a small regional conference. And then ultimately, I think the largest one was in Las Vegas in front of 2,800 people. Right. And at that point, all you see is the bright lights and you just have your little clicker and tell your story and and forget about what you said on stage. But uh, yeah. I've not done as much recently. We found for our, our new product that uh, online marketing, creating a mailing list, doing uh, about six to eight 
webinars a year really keeps that funnel going with new right. prospects. And well, the reason I brought it up was because um, I know for young and free, um, you getting yourself out there, like making yourself uncomfortable. Yeah. It was, it was huge for your business. That's yeah. what really helped keep propelling the young and free program along. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you had brought up, um, there's a, people have a lot to say. People yeah. are specialized in this community that like, even when uh, I've toured some friends around cowork, I go, this person does this, this person does that. They have no idea because it's work that's, they, they're based in Chilliwack, but their work is based all around, you know, North America, all around the world. Mm-hmm. You never see it. Um, right. And I was similar before too, with uh, all the stuff I was doing with the movie theaters I work with. The closest movie theater I work with is in Salmon Arm. Yeah. Nobody in Chilliwack ever sees that work. Um, and so there's more and more, it seems like people are, they, they're specialized, they're working in these different industries. Um, we don't get to see their work, but they've got incredible message and stories to tell. Yeah. And you're trying to say, stop, stop hoarding it to yourself and let people know about it. For sure. Which is where I really think this table comes into play. Yeah. No, I'd love to see it used and, and not to selfishly pro- self-promote, but I will a little bit. We've, we've priced it in such a way that it's, it's going to be super attractive and affordable. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to get the word out that it's available. Yeah. Well, this, this will be the first podcast now that you've like suckered me into like (laughs) sitting down and doing it all. (laughs) He sent me a panicked email. Oh, I haven't got it all ready. My my meeting was running late this morning, which by the way, uh, I met with Britt this morning from, uh, Blossom Flower Floral Design. Used to be called uh, Quicks Floral Design. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyways, she's just off of Vetter Road yep. and Story, I think. Um, what is there's? Oh, that's the, a really neat shop. Yeah. yeah. So there's the floral design and jewelry. Mm-hmm. There used to be a lingerie place right next to it. Okay. So we used to always call it the um, the Honey I'm Sorry Plaza. Ah, yes. Right, because you can pick up your lingerie, your flowers, and your jewelry, and <laughs> go home and say you're sorry. <laughs> Anyways, side note, um, but Brit is incredibly, um, so we got talking about stuff and, uh, that was my meeting beforehand. It started at nine and I think it was almost 11 by the time we were done. And so I was stressed out cause I was supposed to meet Tim at 10 30. Anyways, she would like to be on the podcast too. Floral design. Yeah. Um, she's been in it for 20 years incredibly talented and uh, does it second nature and has built this whole business um, more than what you just see at the the shop. Hmm. There's so much more going on behind the scenes than what people know. Anyways, um, just to add to that story of how people, there's so many people working in Chilliwick that have incredible stories that you should sit down and create the content to let people know. Yeah. Because I think that there'd be more appreciation and more business for you. Well, and, and so what you're doing with Around Chilliwack is very similar to what I'm doing with Cowork Chilliwack. We both had um, some success abroad, right? And, and But then you start to feel disconnected from your local community and how, mm-hmm. do, you, how do you get back involved? And, and that's what this project, Cowork Chilliwack, has been for me. Yeah. And I can see Around Chilliwack has been for you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting how your Cowork... Um, office spaces developed because at first you were really going after the creative right industry. Yeah. And then that's, that's changed, right? Yeah. Somewhat by necessity and, and, and actually it's a, a good alternative. Yeah. It hasn't been a negative yeah. thing by any means. Yeah. I, I joked that while it would be great to have a bunch of artists and designers and 
film and video and photographers. And then I realized, well, those folks don't have any money. <laughs> not only that, not only do they not have money. I shouldn't say any money, but, but it, for the most but part, it's a tough business, it is. right? Yeah. And, the, and they're also known to be incredibly flaky. Yeah. Right. And with a month by month uh, contract, <laughs> they could jump in and out at any random moment. Yeah. So it's, it's a nice thought. <laughs> yeah. And we do, I would say that's the, the thread through here. Mm-hmm. What's really cool now is, is there are, I think 55, 60 people working out of here at some point during the week. Which like, is insane. Yeah. Cause I've been here four months now and you wouldn't know it. Right. Like I know they're there mm-hmm. and people are coming and going, but for the most part you, you'd have no idea. And even when you have like a tour, you go, how many people? And right. People are blown away, but yeah, that's yeah. what you have in you. That's what's on your list. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's uh, all over the board too. Like, um, you've got creative people, but then you yeah. also have a hypnotherapist. Yeah. For example. Um, I we, think he's done some work on Robbie, by the way. Oh, is that right? Cause they're like not far off. <laughs> I think he's like secretly done oh, some so stuff. He's, to, he's not like a pain client. He's just sort of, he's just messing with Robbie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I've seen w- Robbie walking around doing some weird yeah. stuff. We've got an IT company. Um, boy, some remote workers, like we've got, a the VP of a global valve company that works out of Chilliwack and calls yeah. his place home. And, and where are you going today, Mark? Oh, I got to go to New Zealand for the weekend. Okay. Well, we'll see you next week. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Sarah and her crew. Yeah. Uh, core recruitment. They do recruiting. Uh, they're next to my office. So I get to hear their, their incredible, um, abilities on the phone. They recruit very high-end executive chefs for New York restaurants out of a desk in Cowork Chilliwack. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. It's insane. And that, like they, I hear them too. And, uh, they just, they're calling all around the world mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Yeah. And they've got an IP voice system that they're on Wi-Fi. I mean, they're not plugged into any wall. It's pretty cool. Yeah. No, it's very cool. Um, and then Nick Adams, another creative guy. Yeah. Um, he helped with a lot of the branding for Chilliwack Independent Film Festival. Mm-hmm. He was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a solid guy too. He does um, other local Chilliwack stuff that um, he helps with the button box. So their new uh, online store and website, mm-hmm. he's uh, helped develop all of that for them. And yeah. Um, yeah, there's so much going on in this building that, and right now you have, and this this will probably change by next week or who knows. You have two office spaces available? Yeah, I think that is changing next week. Okay. We have at least one office available at this point. I right. think the large is gone. But yeah. uh, it's a medium size, great for uh, someone who needs quiet place to work, meetings, it's ground floor, it's awesome yeah. space. So then let's say you do get an office space here. What's included with your membership at, as part of, like, say with an office space. Yeah. The only thing you pay is your monthly fee, um, plus GST government takes a little bit, uh, but everything else is included. Your Wi-Fi, your, 
uh, parking, your coffee. Um, there's no... You have extra, meeting spaces. We have meeting spaces. You have access to meeting spaces. Um, for like how many hours a week or month? Or? I think for small offices, they get four hours a week. For large and medium offices, they get six hours a week. Use of the... We've got a large meeting room that seats 12 to 15. A small meeting room that comfortably fits four. You could probably squish a couple more in there. Yeah. And yeah. so the, And then you also get discounted pricing on studio use? Yes. Discount pricing on studio use and discount pricing now on the podcast use. So a member could do a podcast recording in here for $25. Right. So, and then yeah. with your podcasting, um, let's not do discounted. Let's just, you can sure. go from single use up to. Yeah. So we've got basic, deluxe and ultimate. Basic is audio only. And a single session is $50 for a one hour session. And we're doing a six pack. And so for the price of four, you get six sessions. And we offer those in one, two and four hour blocks, depending on what you're trying to accomplish. Like you could do a, a number of recordings back to back if you could line them all up in one day. Mm-hmm. And so the basic, and then you go to deluxe, which is add a single video camera view of your podcast. That's exactly what we're doing right now. I'm curious to see how that turns out. For sure. And then ultimate adds in uh, using the multi-camera recording, bringing in graphics and so forth. So we'll have somebody manning that station. Uh, And I think my battery just died on the computer so the screen we lost it yeah that's (laughs) That's okay (laughs) yeah so basic deluxe and ultimate and and then in all cases we're offering this six pack buy four get six right yeah yeah so extremely affordable and the fact is that you can just show up Mm -hmm. and plug it in for sure and not even just bring your sd card yeah and we'll even supply power if you are using a computer yes there is power like you it's just yeah (laughs) it's all good um it's an incredible setup tim like congratulations uh i i hope through the around chilliwack podcast that we can really pump it up that people because there's like you said there are people with incredible stories and messages to be shared Mm -hmm. so like Stop being an introvert. Yep. <laughs> Stop being scared. It's not as intimidating as it it seems. And just put yourself out there and and make content. Yeah. I, th- I think we made a podcast, Matt. We did yeah. well, for sure. We're at like almost fifty minutes long, so yeah. it's perfect. This is not the uh, unofficial rehearsal. This is <laughs> this is episode one of season whatever. Yeah, I think season four now. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, High thank five. you very much. <laughs> I, was, I was worried about hitting the microphone. Me too. All right. Well, thanks so much, Tim. You bet. Thanks.